Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. It's the people's favorite show of the year. The Charity Stripe Fantasy Football Show. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws because they have free so 268 coming hot at you guys and so 267 and i'm flanked on my right by offensive and defensive coordinators nikki snacks Kreider, and alex toss me the rock tosopolis back in the studio for back-to-back shows it feels so nice we did it twice and we'll continue to do it as much as possible and this is I, it's one of my favorite shows and it's one of the people's favorite shows as well the fantasy football show i've received text messages uh, saying people are excited for this one. So I'm excited to give it to the people. Um, fantasy football is one way you can throw some stacks on the football season, but there's another way you can throw some fat stacks on the football season. Um, anybody want to share? Toss? Yeah, by going to betonline.ag mm. and uh, putting down some bets on a multitude of different things, a variety of things. Um, we're recording this right now on Tuesday night. The Mavs and the Clippers are about to play. Yeah. If you are listening, to, <laughs> you can't put a bet on this game, but you can put a bet on the Lakers and, and Blazers game. That's, that's actually tonight. Yeah. Um, you can put it on anything. You you can play on their casino online, which is open twenty four seven. Nick learned. Nick, Nick loves learned, the casino. Nick loves the casino. Uh, he's. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I love the casino as well. Yeah. Um, I've had some ups and downs there. I think the poker table is better than the blackjack table at the casino, to say the least. It's just easy to lose a lot of money very quickly via blackjack, especially online blackjack. I won't name the person, but in college, my friend went up $1,200 gambling one week. And then he went up another $1,600 that day on the online casino. So he's up $2,800 in the course of 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I kid you not, he was down $1,400. Wow. It'd be like that. It'd be it, like that on the do, online casino. It'd it do be like that. And you know where he was putting his bets in? I think at I did. BetOnline.ag. Yes. So sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Mm-hmm. Um, bet with caution. Just just from the charity stripe. Yeah. If you're going to bet, um, bet with caution. Don't bet your rent money. Bet your supplementary supplementary income, um, and if you have an issue with betting, you should probably talk to someone about that. Yeah. If I, if a team is up three zero, you take them in game four. Nick, that was caution. Yeah, you and know. Guess what? Yeah. I told the fans that and last episode, hit. and I hit it on the heat. I thought it was good. I thought that was a really good, good piece bet. of advice. Um, but yeah, some more advice to come now in the show. This in is the how, bubble, not always, but in the bubble. In the bubble, and this is how we're going to break it down on the show today. We're going to kind of do a little round table: uh, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defenses. We're not doing kickers. I'm actually anti kicker in fantasy. I don't know if I'm like it's like me. I'm anti kicker in fantasy, and I'm anti catcher in baseball because there's just not enough good ones to really sway it. And I hate losing a week just just for some reason. A kicker has like five field goals, and he's not even that great of a kicker. It just frustrates the shit out of I me. I will say, also, kickers are scrutinized, unlike any other player. 
in the NFL because they it's only have one position. job to do. And it brings it definitely brings more scrutiny when they're involved in fantasy as well because Blair Walsh missed that kick, but he also didn't have a fantastic year in fantasy. And people really, really don't like that guy now. Being a kicker is like being an assistant on an agent's desk at a talent agency. Would you know? I wouldn't know, but from what <laughs> I've seen from you and from other friends, it seems like that's the case. A lot of scrutiny. Not a lot of praise. And not a lot of praise. Yeah. Unless, unless you're Justin Tucker. Unless you're, just, unless you're automatic. Like Justin those, Tucker. And, and that's really our only guy that Vinatieri. we're going to highlight. Yeah. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, and I, I think Harrison Butker is also a... Look, they're just going to score so many points that you're getting at least three to four auto points from his, from his, you know, his extra points every single game. Sometimes I don't even draft a kicker. And I just see what's up. I just look at my team after I'm done, and then I drop the guy I want the least and pick up the kicker. That's yeah. somehow I roll sometimes. <laughs> Tommy Bolognese, McNamara, he is a headhunter for Greg the Leg Zerloin. He always goes after it's him. bizarre, dude. I remember one year I think he, he took him, him, he took like him so round. early one year. I was like, what the hell are you doing? I was in a draft one time. What's like the? I, I was in a draft one time. Someone took a kicker in the seventh round. I was like, am I really in this league? Am I in this league? Or what's going? There's always there's always that guy. There's always that guy, and you need that guy in the league because if you're having a rocky season, you're three and five. You need to make that playoff push, and you've got that guy on the schedule. You're not worried about when he took his kicker. In fact, you're really really happy. I know about down it. the line I'm gonna be happy about it, but sometimes I just hate it. I hated it for the integrity of the league because I feel like I'm playing with peasants when guys are making ridiculous picks like that. Well, the Cleveland Cavaliers drafted Anthony Bennett, so it's not that different Could in be major worse. league sports. Um, we'll go top three though by position each, and then we'll. Go go into bargains um to clarify what a bargain is it's a guy who we know but it's a good value pick at the time mm. sleepers and busts we'll give one for each position after we go give our top threes um there are going to be some similarities but i'm curious to see if anybody has a guy in there um that they fit that, that, that differs and it, for me i went by guys i think will be top three by the end of the season that's how i went yeah, I mean, I think that's how you always have to go. Right? Cool. I'm one, just double. Two, I'm clarifying to make sure we're all on the same page. Here. And we're not talking about the best players necessarily at, the, no, at no, their no, position. No, for sure some no. of these guys are. Some of these guys aren't. Yeah, totally. It's for fantasy purposes yeah. only. I think generally we're talking half point PPR here. Mm-hmm. I think things change a little bit if you're in a full point. Um, you know, some guys, some receivers, I think jump other receivers. Yeah. Totally. Maybe not in the top three. Um, I definitely think. For my running backs, my my numbers would be different if it was PPR versus half point. Right, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Running backs are the like the one position that changes. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't think Derrick Henry in a PPR is as viable. No, there's other no. guys that there's he's, other guys a, that he's jump. A second, him. third round pick in a, in a non PPR, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool, Nick. Where we'll go, we'll go with you. We'll go with you, quarterbacks, Nick. Your top three quarterbacks, because I think this is this is pretty easy. Yeah, I think it's a pretty clear cut. Um, you guys have one difference than I do, but. Lamar Jackson, number one, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, number two, and Deshaun Watson, number three. Um, all mobile quarterbacks who use their legs and use their arm. Um, you know, I, I said it last year that Lamar would average 80 yards on the ground, and he did. Nick, so, he did. Yeah, it was um, impressive. I'm going to double down on that and say he does it again and um, puts up the same numbers as he did last year. Yeah. And Mahomes, I think he throws for more touchdowns this year than he did last year. He threw under 30, but, um, you know, fully Her, healthy. Yeah. Fully healthy, you know, ready to go. I think he'll be good. Um, Deshaun definitely lost some, some, um, you know, firepower with, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins leaving, but I mean, Brandon Cooks comes in there, fills a little bit different role. Um, you know, kind of just that, uh, you know, dink and dunk type of receiver, but also can get the deep ball as well. Um, I still think that he's going to have a big season. You got a sure handed guy with Randall Cobb too, which is not yeah. something that Deshaun Watson really and has da- ever had. And David Johnson now is a receiving back that you can throw to as well. Yeah. Are you N- now if Will Fuller's healthy, like, he- huh? If he can stay, I mean, look, whenever he plays, he's dynamic. And he sure, always has, sure. there's always two games during the season where he has two to three touchdowns and puts up a ridiculous amount of points. Yeah, if I had an eight-inch dick, I'd be a porn star. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you? Probably. Fuck it. It, seems, it seems like a lot of money in there. Yeah. So, the, uh, you do so, remind me so of so a young know, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Just so everyone knows, Josh has under an eight-inch dick. Yeah, shocker. The Jew from Long Island's got under an eight-inch dick. The uh, mind a mystery. What? Holy mind a mystery. <laughs> Sorry, we'll leave. We'll <laughs> Good to know, Nick. But I, I, I just, was Will Fuller going to stay healthy? Is he really? Can we trust that? I, I hope so. I hope. Oh yeah, I totally hope so. And I'm with you. I think. I, like I think. I think he needs to stay healthy for Deshaun to be in my top three. So I think. Totally. While the weapons, have they're not terrible. I think that is why I move him out of my my top three. Okay. Yeah. So who are your top threes? So I have Lamar, Mahomes, and Dak Prescott. 
Um, I will say that I think that the Mahomes and Lamar drop-off will not be as big. I agree with you. I think Mahomes, because he's going to throw more touchdowns than he did last year, his numbers will be better than last year. Um, Lamar, but but you just can't beat the running ability. You can't mm-hmm. beat the fact yeah. that he might take two or three into the end zone right. with his legs. Yeah, and I'm going to go same. I think it's very close. It's kind of a 1A, 1B. If I have one, I'm not going to be pissed. Right. I think Dak's a very valuable number three. He was great last year. Um, all, he was one of the top passing quarterbacks in the league, and now he just adds CD Lamb. And he's playing right. for a contract. Con- and, you know, continuity. Oh, yeah. He's playing, he's playing for a contract. You've got the same offensive coordinator. Yes, you bring in a different head coach, but your weapons just got better. You, you, you have CD Lamb. You know, you've got Amari Cooper. You've got Gallup. You've got Zeke. And I think, you know, the offensive line is there, and—, and it's just if he has a bad year, then something's wrong. Something's going wrong. He's like he's injured. You know, he's if he playing has a bad for year. your money and his money. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with Dak as the number three quarterback. That being said, after the top two guys, I'm kind of gonna I'm cool laying low for a little bit. If I don't have Lamar or Mahomes, if I can't get them at the end of round two, top round three, I'm cool like hanging tight. All right. Well, In our two QB league, it's different though. We're gonna see one of the, we're gonna see we might see both those guys go in the first round. We might. We might. I'm anti two QB league. For a ten team, yeah, it's fun. We can't it's have like tough. it's tough, I but it, I like it. It was fun last year. Um, all right, we'll get into bargains, busts, and sleepers then. For quarterbacks, my, yeah. My bargain is Matt Ryan, and I think it really depends what round it is because people definitely value quarterbacks differently in fantasy drafts. Like mm. I've been in, I've been in drafts where people don't take quarterbacks till the fifth round, and I've been in, you know, drafts where people take them in the second and third, and like it's just kind of a domino effect, right? When one quarterback goes and two quarterback goes, they just start, they just start flooding. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think that if I would say if Matt Ryan is there in like the seventh round, then bargain. Yeah, nice bargain for you, Toss. Matt Ryan. Oh, oh, my, Your my Percy bargain. My bargain. Yeah. My bargain is just because of where people are, are ranking him on the draft boards that I've seen, and this is a this is a draft him as your backup QB kind of bargain is Baker because if I think if things work out to the to the best possible potential then he could be a guy that takes over for, you know, if you have an 8-10 to 10 quarterback, right, and Baker catches fire for a little yeah. bit, um, and, and he's your backup already, then he could jump into that starting spot. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you have a top-five quarterback, he's not going to jump those guys. He's going to be more inconsistent than them. Um, there's a lot of turnover with that team, obviously. Um, but the weapons are there, and, you know, it's kind of make-or-break time for him. You know, just like we were talking about Dak Prescott, it's a contract year. It's kind of a, hey – everything has fallen into place for you, put it together, or we might have to go in another direction for Baker. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give my bargain, and then I'll go my bust. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go in the same vein as you with bargains, a guy who I think can be a good backup, and is ranked on ESPN outside the top 20. And that's Jared Goff. I Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to come out here and say the Rams are going to blow the doors off the place. Last year was such a wonky year in the way they went from such a high-octane offense to kind of an offense that was that, was, that was stalled out a lot of times. He still was third in the league in passing, though. He turned the ball over a bit more than I would have liked to see or anyone would have liked to see. Yeah. Um, but I think having Gurley out of the mix kind of frees up the offense a little bit. In a sense, and I think there was a lot of focal point around Gurley in the offense. You can get creative with your running backs. And now. he just wasn't there last year, and they were weary about using him, and that offense didn't have an identity. Now you have Cam Akers, who I think is going to be an excellent rookie. I think Daryl Henderson's not going to be elite, but I think he can make that jump in his second year as a backup running back. And I think there's a good rapport with Higby. I think there's a great rapport with Cup and Robert Woods as well. And then Van Jefferson's your rookie number three receiver. I think that's a great addition. Also, Brandon Cooks was hurt last year. It was the first year he missed some time, mm. and he wasn't 100%. So I think there's going to be a whole new offense um, in place, really focused around Jared Goff, focused around getting the play action going. And I think he's going to have some success, enough in fantasy to be a good backup quarterback, potentially a starting quarterback down the line, depending on if guys get hurt or depending on how things are going. Because, look, they're going to be playing in tight games all the time. Yeah. They're not going to be blowing teams out or they're not going to be, you know, too far behind where they're just bringing in the backups. I think they're going to be in games deep. And it's a reason that we like Russell Wilson a lot because that Seahawks team is always in the game. By the end of the game, even though he might not have a great first half, he's always in it. Somehow somehow ends up with four touchdowns, 300 plus yards. I think Jared Goff has the ability to go for like, yeah, maybe he'll throw two picks, but he could get those three touchdowns in 500 yard games. He just has those games. Yeah, he could. I think of all those bargains... Nick, I like yours the best. I think that to me, was well, consistent. I mean, he it's always a, well, it's a bigger yeah. payoff because he could be a starter. Yeah, for sure. 
But I think a lot of people I, sleep I on him because people, I think I think as he, the older he gets, people you know forget about him. He wasn't winning last year. Right. I think people think, oh yeah, he, you know he's not he's not the new age style quarterback like Lamar, Deshaun, Kyler, Patrick Mahomes. You know, like these running quarterbacks right, that can right. do it both. But this guy still like has the most attempts every single year. He's always entering it out, and he's it, got guys like Julio. You know, and he's yeah, he's got Calvin guys Ridley. like Calvin Ridley. You know, I mean, he gets it done still. Mm-hmm. I think um, when other people see Mahomes and Lamar taken in their drafts. And they want Dak, or they mm-hmm. want they want Russell Wilson, or they want Deshaun Watson. They're going to feel inclined a little bit, a little pressured to go and draft those guys. And at one point in time, Matt Ryan was in that group of guys where he wasn't necessarily the one or two quarterback. There was a time where he was the first quarterback taken in fantasy. He was an MVP one year. Um, I never let myself get pressured, and I feel like you guys don't either. And like, especially in baseball, like this year in baseball, everyone jumped on pitching, and usually I'm like one of the first guys to get on pitching to put pressure on people. You know, because I like to have that mental game going in the draft. Like if you have the end, the last pick in the first round. Oh yeah, for, I'll go the doubles. First and the second, you'll I'll go double. double. It up. Sometimes I'll go doubles, but I didn't see that opportunity this year, nor yeah. did I want to go that this year. Yeah, don't so be pressured. I don't be pressured to go QBs. I for me, I'll go. I'll go my uh, bust and I'll go my. I sleeper. do think. I think both yeah. of our, again, your bargain's the best, Nick, and I think that be, because Goff and Baker could easily be busts as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. This is the safest bet. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's very yeah, yeah, very safe. So who's your sleeper? My sleeper, my bust, my just bust. Your just my sleeper. Okay, my sleeper is Matt Stafford. He's I my, think he's my sleeper too. I think he's a guy that people look. He was out last year, but before he was out, he's playing some of his best football. I think they add. I think they add DeAndre Swift, which takes pressure off Kerryon Johnson. But now they have the two backs out there. Marvin Jones Jr. is still there. Hawkinson was hurt. He gets another year under his belt. And tight ends are usually slow to start their careers. And I still have a lot of faith in him. Right. And then Galladay, we'll get into him more the way I feel about him later. But I think that hookup right there is going to be huge. I'm not saying he's going to be a top five quarterback, but I wouldn't be shocked at the end of the year if Stafford's a top ten guy. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Galladay's a top ten guy either. I think they're both going to be top 10 in their respective positions. And I was about to say that I think that Stafford could end up the season as a top five quarterback, statistically and fantasy. Possible. I think it's a team that's going to have to, they're going to have to air it out. They're going to have to shock people on the offensive side of the ball in, in, a, um, in a division that, you know, that likes to slow it down with the Bears and the Vikings. And the Packers too. Packers yeah. run the shit out of them. Yeah, ball. they've been right with LaFleur behind the helm for sure. Your sleeper toss. My, my sleeper is Stafford. Stafford, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine's Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. Uh, I mean, chunky didn't, man. Didn't people forgot about him? Didn't play last year that much, and I got got hurt early on. Um, you know, I still think that he's got a lot left in the tank. I don't love him as a quarterback for you know a team to like win win games. I mean, they'll be good, but don't know if that he's gonna have it in him. But I think he'll win some uh, fantasy games for people. I think he's gonna air it out a lot. Yeah, they yeah. throw the shit out of the ball in Pittsburgh, and, just and there's a lot of guys to, there where you're too. gonna be able to get him. Yeah. There's, a lot of, there's so many receivers in Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. And then plus the running back situation. Connor is better when the pressure's off him. Yeah. Uh, who's your bus, Nick? Uh, Cam Newton. Um, he's gonna. I think he's going to do great in New England uh, to win them some games, but I don't think he's going to put up anything close to sexy fantasy football numbers. You know, I mean, this is a, a different style offense. I mean, they're just going to win games and try to, you know, run it down your throat and, you know, dink and duck to Edelman. And, you know, I think that the defense is going to be the, the focal point of that team for, for sure. sure. Um, but Cam didn't come in here to put up amazing and sexy numbers. I think he came in there just to win football games. Would you rather have him or Tannehill? At the helm of my favorite team? Or, or fantasy? Fantasy. Um, it's tough. I'm also going to go with Tannehill because I think his weapons are better. Okay. My bust, speaking of Tannehill, Tannehill's my bust. Okay. Um, I just don't think that they're going to. One, I think that he outperformed last year. He was. As you think the Titans are going to regress? I don't know if they're going to regress from a team standpoint. Um, I, I mean, we were talking about the AFC South the other night, and Thanks. I'm looking at it, and it's still not good. And the Titans aren't like I can't give them the number one seed in that no division. Way. There's also no consistency with Tannehill. It's like he can throw like 25 straight passes and not one incompletion, but he could also like go a game and throw like only 12. 13 passes. He may yeah, exactly. throw a lot. Well, look, it's look, a weird situation. Exactly. He shouldn't throw a lot because they have Derrick Henry, who's right. the workhorse, and that's how they right. win games. Similarly to Belichick, the style of play, they want to rely on their defense. They want to run out the clock. I mean, they're like the Niners. They're like the, what the Patriots, I think, are going to be this year, and they, right. they want to limit the amount I, of throws that he I has. I do like the receiving duo, though. I do like Corey Davis, and I do like A.J. Brown. Yeah, I, I mean, I love A.J. Brown. I think Jonu Smith is going to have a, a, a nice, uh, nice. what is this? Is this third year, second year? I'm not sure, but I think he'll be decent. Um, but I just I don't think that Tannehill. I think people are hot on Tannehill after the end of last season. Yeah. Um, and I think he's, he's a good gonna story. he's gonna regress. 
Yeah. St- statistically, from a fantasy standpoint. Josh, your bust? My bust is Carson Wentz. And I love Carson Wentz as a talent. I think he's a great I quarterback. I think we're all on board with our bust being good talents and not great fantasy options. That's, but the best, avili- the, I, the best I abilities available. I think Wentz is going to be good. He's, I, I think he's a good quarterback, but is he available? Can he play every game? I can't invest like a, a semi-high pick in the draft in a quarterback, like a, a value top 10 pick in the, in the draft for a quarterback, and have the question whether he's going to play every game. Like Stafford, okay, I could say he's a sleeper because he's like the 16th quarterback off the board. Wentz is going like 8, 9, 10. For me, am I going to take that gamble at that point? Yeah. I'd rather look. I don't I, know if it's fair, though, to throw that out there like that. I mean, I think that. But it's obviously, like, it's, it's a consistent the, thing. Obviously, there consistent is a, issue. Listen, obviously, there is a concern with injuries, but like you just threw out Stafford. I threw out Roethlisberger. These are guys who also have injuries that, that can't play every single game. I yeah. just, I think Stafford, this is like the first year he was hurt last year. And to me, the sleeper is different than a bust. I mean, I, again, like I said, Stafford is, I'm not picking Stafford to be my starting quarterback. I want to have him on the bench just in case he balls out. He's like the 16th QB coming right. off the board. Right, People well, are taking full, Wentz as their starter. Okay, here's the deal. Fully that, healthy, completely healthy. If he's yes. playing every single game. Oh no, yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to be think, good, but I, he's not, he's yet to do that. I think undoubtedly if Carson Wentz is healthy, he is in that eight to 10 range this year. He ends up there. He does not like fall to 17. Whereas like Roethlisberger could have a bad season right. and he falls to that like 20 to 25 quarterback spot. If if Carson Wentz isn't between five and 10, he's like quarterback 40 because he's been injured and missed six games. Like when he, his MVP season, when he was the quote unquote MVP going in week 13 before he got hurt, he was unbelievable, but he got hurt in week 13. And that at that point, if you're in the playoffs, whoop-de-doo, good for you, doesn't matter because he's not there for the championship in the semifinal games. He's gone. Right. Unless you're you pull in what was that one year where Tim Tebow was just dynamite, was dynamite um, at the end yeah. of the season for the for the Broncos? Like he was ESPN unreal. has Wentz ahead of Drew Brees. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Drew Brees is also like 42 years old. He had one of the his 40, he's one of the best games I've ever seen in my life last year. Um, running backs, who are your top three? McCaffrey, boom. Saquon Barkley, boom. Dalvin Cook, okay. <laughs> Toss. McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Zeke, mm-hmm. Saquon. Mm. And you, me. McCaffrey, yes you, just me. <laughs> McCaffrey, Zeke, Alvin Kamara. Okay, so all pretty different. McCaffrey different. consensus number one. I said to Toss today, I go, would it be crazy if I took Saquon number one? He said, I wouldn't do that. I went back. I took my research. I took stock of who I was as a person, and I started looking at these other running backs. I still think Zeke's the best running back in the league, and I think that having other guys, having CeeDee Lamb in there is going to continue to open up the passing game, and I think they're going to be up on teams late. I think he's going to get a lot of garbage time moves. Yeah. Disagree with that because I think that in the garbage time, if they're, if we're up big, we're putting Tony Pollard in because we don't want Zeke to get healthy, and Tony Pollard is a very good backup running back. You don't he think could, they'd run him, though, in the game if they're like up by not a lot, but like a decent amount? You aren't going to have Zeke out there? I don't think so. I think this team has championship aspirations, and it's not worth it. If you're up a score and you need to get the first, if you're up like a couple, like a, no, I'm not still listening. If you're up by 30 points, yeah, you're going to run Pollard out there. But if they're up, and I think they're up two touchdowns. I, I think he proved last year that he was a, he's a very competent backup. I th- you got to run your guy and lock it in that you're going to win the game. If you're, up, if you're up two scores? In like four minutes left, three I minutes don't know. left? I, I think that there's there's the potential that that happens. Obviously, McCaffrey's going to be in the game no matter what because if this team wants to compete, he has to stay out on the field. He has to have the ball all the time. Right. And then I think Saquon, I think they'll be in a lot more tight games that are high scoring. You know, the defense is getting there, but it's still not there. The offense is, is what's more volatile for them. And I think that Saquon, my the reason why I have Zeke ahead of Saquon is because I think he's more consistent from a game-in, game-out basis. He had no bust games last year none whatsoever and even McCaffrey had one um but Saquon has that high ceiling week to week that Zeke doesn't necessarily have where I think you know obviously if Saquon if you're in a PPR I would take Saquon mm-hmm. two ahead of Zeke because yeah he but a half PPR passes. I think half PPR I would take Zeke I think he's just going to score more touchdowns than Saquon I'm curious to see I think they're going to throw the ball a lot more and get it to other weapons a lot more in the Giants offense with Daniel Jones trying to push the ball down the field if you want to win games right I think Saquon is going to be a, a, obviously a huge factor in that offense, but I love Kamara this year. I think Kamara points per game was one of the top running backs in the league last season, right? And I think there it's it, it was weird last year that they didn't really run the ball late in the game, and I, I think that's going to change this year. I think he's going to get a lot more rushing att- rushing attempts and continue to get that passing work. I th- I like that at the three. I mean, I have him. I think he's going to finish. Top so it's five. nothing like Saquon's not doing. I think Saquon's going to be great. It's it's just a slippery slope for me. I love. 
Alvin Kamara, but I just don't – I don't know if he's done it for me yet. I mean, his first season, his second season, he was great, but I last season just wasn't that great for me. He wasn't that great last season. He just, but he wasn't because they weren't running him enough. I think he'll get that this year. That's why they have Latavius Murray. You know, I mean, I feel like they're going to run him to the ground. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't sweating. I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think Murray's going to vulture like a bunch of his touchdowns or anything like that. But I just think that the usage rate still will not be what McCaffrey, Zeke, and Saquon says. I would have a tough. I would. I will will have a tough time taking Saquon ahead of Kamara. I will admit that. I just think by the end of the season, I think Kamara is going to have that bounce back year. I agree. I think he's going to be sick this year. I I personally like Dalvin over both those guys. Okay. um, Just because of the fact that he was number two overall last year in in scoring. I mean, I think. You know, you put a performance up like that last like last year. You got to do it again this year. I mean, I I don't know. I think that he's on. He's look, great. Zimmer, Zimmer's going to give him the ball nonstop. And they lost Stephon Diggs, so I feel like they're going to run the ball even more. Yeah, yeah. I, even though I JJ will say looks great in camp from what we've seen. He does have yeah. Justin Jefferson does look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's an interesting sleeper from the wide receiver position. Yeah, not totally. not on my list, but I'll, we're glad that we mentioned him. Um, I do think that Cook is still he has a shoulder injury, an issue that. He's going to have to. It's been said he he's has never to played have, sixteen games. He has to have surgery on it at some point. So that scares me. That's my that's my one kind of Achilles. Heel I thing. think he's an excellent football player, and I said that it was a steal for the Vikings out of college to get him in the second round. I just don't know if I could take him ahead of the other four guys. Granted, he was the second best player last year. It's just if that shoulder injury is nagging, and if he's never played a full season, that's why it's just tough for me to throw him in that top three. But you can't really argue it because he had that phenomenal year last year. Who are your guys' bargains? Cam Akers uh, on yeah, the Rams. That was um, probably my you, second choice. If you choice. can get him in the sixth round, I think that's a great bargain. He's going to blow up. Um I mean, he's going to be the, the guy in Los Angeles. Six round? Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like a, a lot of people, another another Florida State guy, which is uh, which is interesting. He just got lost in the sauce because they were such a terribly run program during his tenure there. But he people forget he was like the top five recruit coming out of high school. Yeah, he was amazing. And I, th- I think he's a guy that can flourish. When we've seen McVay's system go perfectly – a running back can really do some damage. And Akers is an uber-athletic, versatile running back, and I think he's a guy that can fit that mold. So I'm excited to see him there. He was my number two bargain. I was in a toss-up. I went a weird angle with my bargain. I went Josh Jacobs um, with mine. And you guys, when we were discussing previous in the show, um, why did I go that route? Is he really a bargain? To I mean, me, I, think he, he, I think he's a top 10 running back. I think he's a top 10 running back as well, but we're looking at ESPN's rankings, um, which is like the, the standard, quote-unquote, because the, the most popular site. And I, even though I'm a Yahoo guy, <laughs> I, I, I he, he, Jacobs is the 14th ranked guy. Like I'm not taking him ahead. I'm not, I'm taking him ahead of Kenyon. I'm taking him ahead of Aaron Jones. You know, I, I, I'm putting serious stock in Jacobs. He doesn't have any competition there. I think they're going to move they're, again. They open the field adding rugs. I think Carr could have a somewhat decent year passing and their offense is going to be way less stagnant. And he was key. His only issue for me last year was his ability to receive. His receiving numbers were like 20 receptions, like 180 yards or whatever. And I think now going forward, I think running backs get better and better in the receiving game versus worse and worse. So I think he'll take a massive step forward in the receiving game. He had a sh- he had a chance to be top five in, in rushing yards. He missed three games last year. So I think he's a guy that you can really build your offense around. I think he's a stud. He also doesn't have – like Nick Chubb, has Kareem Hunt behind There's him. competition. Yeah, I mean, that's a, and that's why, yeah. I'll get Both guys that get high carries, high carry count. Well, you're not going to give Kareem Hunt the ball? He needs to touch it in the passing game. He you has want to. him to touch it. He you want to spell those Dynamic two. playmaker. Who's your bargain? Uh, I have, look, I just think they're such an efficient offense, and I think he got no love last year, but helped a lot of fantasy teams out. And you can get him late because they have a rotation system. I think Mostert is going to be a reliable flex type of running back this year. Lose Brita too. Yeah, they lose Brita. He's in Miami but now. Coleman's healthy now. Coleman's, yeah. Coleman's healthy, but but most of it was their guy that they they really like between the tackles. He finds the end zone a lot. He just finds the end zone. He's a better he running just, back than Coleman, I think. Even though I liked I liked Telvin, Telvin going in. He was he had some good weeks for us, Toss. We had him on our team. Yeah, but Mostert kind of. Most was my boy. I had yeah. him in a bunch of leagues last year. I just yeah, think he's just—he's very reliable. Yeah, seems like it. And they run that—they run that ball so well with Kittle as like that six offense. Their offense is just so proficient that I don't think that yeah. he's going to have a bad week. He's not going to give you 
27 points. No. But he can get you like 60 and a touchdown pretty consistently out of that flex. If I can get like 14 points, 15 points at my flex as running back or my third string running back, my RB2. Even if it's my running back too, if I'm getting 15 points, I'm kind of yeah. cool with that. I just think he's going to fall because that that system and people don't trust multiple backs. Um, yeah. I'm not worried about it. Nick, who do you have as your bust? My bust is um, Miles Sanders. Interesting. This makes me scared. A lot of people are high I, on Miles Sanders. I have. I'm keeping Miles Sanders in my keeper league. <laughs> are you? Because I, I, you, you you lose the round before, so I have him in the fifth round. So I'm losing my fourth round pick for Miles yeah. Sanders. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I I think that the style that he has shown as a running back. I mean, he definitely has flashes of greatness, but it just reminds me of Kenyon Drake on the Dolphins, like a guy that like has a lot of talent that just I don't know, doesn't really shock me on the field that much. Um, I think that style of offense also just doesn't really work for a running back one. I think it's a, a team that always is rotating running backs. And, you know, they've got they've got Wentz who's going to want to throw the ball as well. So, I mean, if Wentz gets the ball to Miles Sanders a bunch, then maybe it could be a viable option. But I would not take him anywhere in the first three rounds. Yeah, I I think I think I, a lot of people have him as a top ten running back. So you're gonna draft him if you're drafting him. Probably if he's like in, in the fourth or fifth or you know sixth, then yeah, I would definitely consider it. But I would there's not no way the top three the pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's probably like a four or five that would have to. He might he's supposed to go in the second. People are yeah, taking. So him in the I would second. not take him in the second round. I would feel uncomfortable. I agree. I I would feel uncomfortable if he was my second round pick. Having him as my fourth round pick, I'm kind of cool with. Especially my league's a PPR league. He had 50 receptions last year for like 500 if he's your, yards. If he's your flex. Talk talk about a guy who's in your flex. If you don't have Mostert in there, but you have Miles Sanders, I'm really enticed by that. Yeah, it's him or Cream Hunt. I could lose a seventh or an eighth for Cream Hunt. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's I'm tricky. not going to give you advice on the show, but <laughs> why? This is for the fantasy show. Who? What would you do? Would you lose an eighth for Cream Hunt, or would you lose a fourth for Miles Sanders? I'm. I would lose I'm, an eighth for Cream Hunt. I'm high on Miles Sanders, so I would do it. But okay. I'm. I'm. It's tough. It's a tough position to be in. I feel. I'm definitely losing my 15th pick for Devonte Parker. Yeah, I think that's a that's a given. That's a given. Well, who are you going to pick with that 15th pick anyway? Probably is going to be a, a BS. Hey, like, some guy got Darren Waller last year. So that's crazy. It can, yeah. It's a, it's a did snack. they not watch Hard Knocks? He did watch Hard Knocks, and I think that's why, that's he, why? why he got him. I yeah. feel like guys were watching it. Nick, when did you take Waller last year? Second round? Nope. Oh, you're in an auction, right? I, I took Darren Waller in our league, right? Oh, yeah. But you yeah. definitely took him before round I 15. I you were talking about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, oh, you had him in our before league? before round 15, though. You no, took... I, t- I took him pretty late. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He still was going. We could look late. at the history, but I think it, I took him pretty late. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, you were talking about me. Yeah. No, no, no. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bust, Josh? Bust. Uh, my bust is Aaron Jones, and I don't think he's a bad running back. I just, to 16 touchdowns. He's just going to have a negative regression. Is he going to do that again? Is he going to do that with AJ? You guys see AJ Dillon's thighs? They're hyping him up a lot. Dude, look at his thigh. Go look at his thighs. They're the guy's got him, the They're hyping thigh. him up. Matt LaFleur is also like mesmerized by him. His, like look a, at his thighs. He's huge. I like, like Josh is the biggest thigh guy there. I am. Listen, he's like I, Henry. I, I pride he's like myself. Henry Light. Wasn't like, one of the polls on Instagram the other day? Who, what would you rather have? Saquon's thighs? Or, or Ky- Kyrie's handles? Yeah. That's such a weird what would you, what would you want? <laughs> what would I want? You want the thighs, right? Yeah, because I'm not. I, I can't shoot, so I want the thighs. Do you, do, you have a, do you have a thigh shirt too? It says something about thighs. Uh, yeah, it says thick thighs, thin patience. Okay, it's a good shirt. Point proven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think. But then you have Jamal Williams. You know, it's just and it's risky for me because people are taking him like end of first round, early second. I'd feel I am not comfortable doing that. No, I'm, that not, is scary. You're not wasting a first round pick on that. People are think, though. I people are going because people are trying to jump on the running back. People are getting scared in the running back thing. And my thing this year is you don't have to be scared. I think there's so many options at running back. That's what year. I'm saying. Years so past, it felt like we were very scared running back. But, but there's a ton of guys ton. that are contributors. I think so too. I That's mean, like, there's guys that we haven't even talked about there. They're gonna be beasts. I mean, Eckler for one. I mean, I think he's gonna be great. I yeah. I don't think he's gonna be a bust, a bargain, or a sleeper. I think he's just he's gonna, gonna be do, good. Do exactly what they say he's gonna do. I can't. Know? I'm just not taking Jones. People are taking Jones in that 12 to 16 range, and that ain't for me. Right. And I think Todd Gurley will have a bounce back here. You know, I think he's gonna be fine in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not gonna have to be that a guy who carries the ball 20 times. I mean, they can give it to him 15 times, and he'll have a good game. You know. Agreed. Yeah. Who's yeah. gonna give their bust? Um, me, and I'm gonna go with Fournette. Uh, mm. he, he had a great season last year. He really did. But the team is is worse. The, the team stinks. They're really bad. Worst team Probably in the NFL. Probably the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, totally. And I think that, look, 
last year they were bad, but but no one had seen Gardner Minshew before. Now we've seen Gardner Minshew. Speaking of. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. I just think that I, I don't think he can duplicate what he did what last he year. I think they're going to load even more guys in the box. Yeah. And I, it just, it's well, they not have, a res- They it's have a- Chark to kind of open things up and they, you know, But right? what happens when people and start? And LaVisca. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's coming off of an injury. People um, say people love him in camp, but everyone loves everybody in camp. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. I just think that, right, look, you can't rely on Fournette to be a top 10 running back. No, but I think I think I'm cool with that. Are people you think people are going in that season? I think people get enticed by his name because he's still Leonard Fournette and they if they don't necessarily do their research, similar thing with like Matt Ryan. Like someone could jump the gun on Matt Ryan if they don't really know what's been going on in the NFL. And if they're uninformed and they think that Leonard Fournette is Leonard Fournette from two years ago or three years ago, then they might like jump the gun and pick him. When are you snagging him? I would take him in the fourth. Oh no. I wouldn't. Still, you're not even taking him. You're not going to sniff him. There's other guys that I would rather. I mean, I would rather take. You could lose in the fourth round. Still, I think he's a good RB two for me. Yeah, I don't. I'm not, not RB one. I'm not taking RB one. I don't want RB one either. I'd, I'll flex him. I don't. I like. I'd like him in my flex. I'm. I'm. I'm happy if I have him in the flex. I'm not that happy if I have him in in the RB two spot. Interesting. Um, I think we're on to sleepers. Correct. Yep. Nicholas sleeper. Mark Ingram. I mean. I feel like he's a sleeper every year for most people because um, he's he's getting up there in age. But he had a pretty uh, productive year last year, and you're not worried about Dobbins. You know, I mean, Dobbins is going to definitely split the load with him, but I think Mark Ingram's going to get all those end zone, end zone carries you know, okay. that way yeah. he usually does. And I mean, that team was also you know blowing the the socks off every single defense last year on the run game. You know, they're averaging, I don't remember what the number was, but they were the highest rushing team in the NFL. I mean, obviously, a lot of that has to do with Lamar Jackson, but I think Mark Ingram's going to get his healthy carries. Orlando Brown and Ronnie Stanley on the bookend tackles are crazy. Yeah. Great, great position. They also, they run that split back set a lot where they have both guys back there. So it's like Dobbins and Ingram could both have 12 plus carries in the game. I like them both. I like them both. I, I wouldn't have a qualm having Ingram. You can't. You can't be pissed having Ingram on your roster. I also he's see like reliable. Also, you also look at Mark Ingram and he's like outside the top one hundred in the fantasy players. So I think that's, that's why it's why nuts. It's like, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. I also I like a look. I look at Leonard Fournette and if the Jags play a game and Leonard Fournette has twenty carries for six for you know eighty two yards, great. And he doesn't get the end zone, but Mark Ingram has ten carries for like sixty yards and and scores three times yeah. or something like like that. That happens. Oh, totally. And Leonard Fournette has like 21 carries, 63-yard games a lot, and it, and it really makes He's me He's so touchdown, touchdown dependent. Uh, it makes me want to stab myself with a fork in the leg sometimes. I don't touch him. I never do. You've also I, done that before. I have done that before. Have that in public, video. you did. Have that on video. That was good. Toss, who's your sleeper? Uh, my sleeper is the Washington football running back, Antonio Gibson. I think that... Geis is gone, obviously. Yeah. We know that. Peace. Peterson will probably have the starting job for he, now. Bryce Love, you're not... I'm Bryce Love is just small, so I don't think he can play all three downs. Okay, and he's coming and, back from injury. And I think what's going to happen is this is, a, this is a sleeper that you can probably pick up around week four, week five, who's going to explode on the scene in the back half of the season because Gibson is just so athletic. He's going to be involved in the passing game. Big Who time. do they have besides Terry McLaurin? No one. They have no one. This is a guy who they're going to utilize out of the backfield to catch passes for them, and and he's going to be involved in uh, special teams. Who knows? Maybe he takes a couple of kicks back, punts back. He's just he's just really really athletic. Swiss Army knife. He's a guy. Swiss Army knife, and I think with a team that is going to be down a lot and throwing a lot, like Haskins is going to be throwing all the time, and we're going to see well, Alex Smith or Haskins, whoever ends up, you know, week to week. Who knows who's going to be starting? Um, I think they're just going to need to throw the ball a lot. I, I like be, Gibson. I think, I think it's got to be Haskins, right? Yeah. I think it has to be. I think it has to be. Oh, God. I'd feel so bad if, if like Alex Smith rolls out there and gets hurt again. Well, he'll, he listen, if he's healthy, he may get a shot. But what, I don't get, we're so quick to give up on guys. Like Haskins, his offensive line last year was horseshit. Yeah. Terrible. Horseshit. It, also it was like, it, he pretty much had like the five acidic kids living below us as his offensive line. And then his receivers outside of Scary Terry were just garbage. Yeah. Yep. Like, come on. Like, go, well, he had nothing to go off of. He had to give a guy a sh- Not a that their O-line got much better, so I love dump-off passes <laughs> yeah. to the running backs. I think that's a good sleeper. I have hey. Zach Moss from the Buffalo Bills as my sleeper, another rookie. I, I, I Listen, I love our boy 
Singletary. Dev. Dev. I just think he's going to be the starting running back by year's end. I really do. Zach Moss. He's just versatile. I think it, he could handle the carries and, and handle the, the load. He's a good ball. Good ball at Utah. Yeah. Awesome ball at Utah. Great. And he could do it all. I think he's going to be the starter. He's a 43rd ranked running back on ESPN. That's crazy. What? Or at least they're going to split. Like, at least. Because this is a team, again, this is a team that just wants to win. They're relying on their defense. They want to have as many, they want to utilize as many weapons as possible because that makes things much easier for Josh Allen. They have multiple running backs who can do it. I think it's a super dynamic offense now this year. I think they've really added the right pieces to make make themselves a pretty damn good offense. I mean, I need to see Josh Allen do it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not that I'm not. This is what, you're four now, right? You're four? Three. Is your three? Three, three. I'm I'm not not sold. But can he put the pieces together? I'm with he you. He can. I really think he can. I'm I mean, I think you. he had some really amazing games last year, and he was a good fantasy option. Just top I 10 think, quarterback I think, fantasy last I year. I think the head scratchers were like in the playoffs, you know, some of the decisions that he made. It wasn't very mature of him. No. Right. I think he has. He some, had some clutch plays that he made during the regular season, though, right. to win some games. He right. throws a He's beautiful. Him, he really throws like a top a top tier deep ball. But can he really get it going in the middle of the field? Can Diggs help with that? Can Dawson Knox being there another year help with that? Can the run game Look, getting because listen, they were they were relied too much on Frank Gore for me for my liking last year to really be a serious well, threat in the playoffs. John Brown is no John John Brown can be their deep ball. Yeah. Diggs can be their possession guy, or they can flip roles because they're both versatile receivers. Dawson Knox can catch balls across the middle. He's got a security blanket in Cole Beasley. I really like what this team has offensive wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their You're weapons right. are great. Receivers. Top three receivers. Who do you think the top three receivers by the season's end are going to be? Toss. Uh, I have Mikey T at one. Do we all have Mikey That's T? That's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. D Jack Hobbs. And He's if it's, stupid. And, and guess what? If it's a PPR, you definitely have Mike, Mikey T as number one. Where are you taking him in a PPR? Uh, first round. Well, yeah, but like where? Like what, what behind? If I have anything, if I have anything Six. after the fourth pick, I'm taking him. So you could take him at five. Yeah. I honestly, I'd, I'd probably take him at four. I think the three running backs. Your three running backs that you like, and then and then him at four. He's sexy for two. He's fuck. He's so good. So good. His catch percentage is dumb. Is yeah, dumb. It's ridiculous. It's dumb. So we all have him number one. Yes. Who's ever? Who's your? Who's your number? Let's go number two. Who's your number two? Dawson? I have Julio too. I have Devonte Adams too. Wow, I have Julio at number two as well. A lot of people are have Devonte where you have him, Nick. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's electric. It's t- the receiving position is tough. My third guy is a scorching take. Who is it? Kenny Galladay. Wow, is that why you kind of like did a little like a little? Well, that's why I did a like I like I did a little smile, foreshadowing there, a little foreshadow, a little foreshadow. I said I think t- I think Kelly Galladay is gonna be top ten, and you gave me a little smirk. He was what top was ten in receiving, eleven touchdowns last year. The sixty-five receptions were obviously a little low. I think we both think he's gonna be top ten. I think Stafford. I think Stafford. Top three. That means that means he's jumping DeAndre Hopkins. That means he's jumping Julio Jones. That means he's he's jumping for not for me, but yeah, is Hop your three? No, three is my is Julio Jones. Is Julio. Okay, I okay. think Hop is four, just because of the fact that I think it's a new offense. Five to ten this year. New offense. It's a new offense. Listen, I I'd rather, but I'd rather. I'm listen. I'm, I'm going to take Hop over Galladay. I'm not nuts. I'm not like a loose. But you cannon. think that he you're projecting? That I'm projecting gonna that he's going to finish top three. Wow. I mean, that's a bold bold strategy. Thank you. Um, um, I have my number three. It's not quite as scorching as yours, but it's a little hot. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's got some steam on it? Maybe not. I don't know. I have Tyreek Hill at three. Okay. I think he's... very on brand for you. It's just... I think he's going to have... Look, I think Mahomes is going to be there, right there with Lamar, and I think part of that is because Tyreek Hill is amazing. I think Travis Kelsey is amazing. I think Edwards Hilaire is better than any running back option that they had last year. Damian Williams is gone. He's not playing this year. He opted out. Good riddance. You don't need him because Edwards Hilaire is better. So I I really think that... And they have Darwin Thompson still, and I think their weapons are just... they're. They're electric, as Josh mm-hmm. likes to say. He loves using that word. Um, Tyreek Hill, I think, is just gonna he's gonna have a lot of touchdowns this season, um, and I think that's what bumps him up ahead of other guys. He's a he's a he's just so muscular. People look at him as a deep threat, and he's more <laughs> than that. His, no, I'm talking about his shoulders. Oh, now. Sorry, <laughs> he's like he's, he's just a he's specimen. A, he's man. a specimen. He's gonna be a possession guy. He he really is a talented. Which is like receiver. tough that you can. He's five. What is he like five nine? And he's a specimen. Yeah, that's crazy. Ridiculous. He's Muggsy Bugs. Um, quick question before we just. As Edward Tolaire, are you would where would you guys take him? I think he's he fin- flying. I think he finishes top ten in running backs. Okay, I'd take him in like the fourth or fifth. He no, won't he's be not there. going there. He's going. He's going. I know. I'm just saying that's right. I'm not. I'm not going to waste a second round pick on him. You going to take him in the second? I would take him at the beginning of the third. 
I don't know. I, he doesn't do it for me yet. If I'm in a P, yeah. if I'm in a PPR, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm like not gonna take him over like Mike Evans or Godwin or any of these Correct. guys. I'm not Correct. Either. Or Kelsey. Right. I don't. I'm. I'm confused about the Buccaneers receivers. I, I don't, I'm confused. I don't want to be in a position where I have to pick one. I hate that because I'm gonna go I Evans. Godwin's gonna be better this year though. But I don't know. Like Evans is a better. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. But, but he's very reliant on that deep ball. And if there's one thing that Brady has a little bit less than Jameis might have, as far as look, his he can still throw it far. But Evans is a, could be, Evans could be a possession guy too. He, he can be. But I think a lot of games last year he was saved from a fantasy standpoint because he had four four catches. Huge one, balls. One was for 63 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. You know. No, like, yeah. It's nerve wracking. I, like I like him too. Oh, of course. I mean, I love Mike Evans. Yeah. I think yeah. he's great. Bargains for wide receivers. I'll kick us off. Uh, this guy, I, I teased him as well. A guy that I'm keeping, Devonte Parker, who's ranked outside the top 25. Are the Dolphins going to be the best team in the AFC East? No. Are they going to be the second best team in the AFC East? No. Are they going to be the third best team in the AFC East? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. Could be. Maybe. I think they're better than the Jets. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. But they're, my point being is they're going to be airing it out a lot. Is their offense going to be better than it was last year? Yes. Absolutely. And I think he's the number one receiver. I know. I don't think. I know he's the number one receiver in that offense. And again, you know where he finished in receiving yards last year? This is your bargain, right? This yeah. Is bargain, my yeah. bargain. Number five. So a guy that finished number five in receiving yards last year, nothing really changed. I don't care who's starting. What round are we, we taking him in? What round are we taking him in? Like the way it's going right now, he's probably like a seven, eighth rounder. I would, right. I, you could get him if you're taking him in the seventh round, and he's like, if he's your wide receiver three, are you pissed? No. Are you pissed? No way. No. I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. No. I'm keeping him as my fifteenth round pick. Um, ideally, the way I see my draft That's going, a steal. I have I have my first three picks. Ideally, having Miles Sanders in the fold, I'm gonna go, and I have the first overall pick for the first time ever. I'm gonna go one of the running backs. And if depending on McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's kept, I hope he's not, so I don't have to make that decision. Thanks for I'll clarifying that if he's there, you're going to take him. Because <laughs> if, if anyone has the first pick, they have, have to take McCaffrey. And then I'm going to try to go receiver, receiver, and see how that floats my boat in the next round. And then Devontae Park will be my third receiver. I'll be a happy camper. Um, but he's my bargain guy. Nothing's changed. I don't care who's at the helm. Fitzmagic or Tua, I'm cool I don't think it, it matters. Yeah. Uh, Nick? Uh, my bargain. So this guy I don't think is like, you know, when you think household name bargain – yeah, his name pops up, but I think the fact that he has he's gonna fall to like the fifth round, I think okay. maybe sixth round. T. Y. Holton, I think people kind of forgot about him. Who's his quarterback? <laughs> Nick, it's your boy. Rivers, yeah. oh, are, you, are you upset? Oh, I'm I'm happy for Phil. He okay, got he got he made it out. Okay, <laughs> you know, um, but no, I think Phil's definitely gonna look to have like a combo, you know, a, you know, a man, a one to one relationship with a guy like Ty that he had with Keenan Allen, right? You look like if you Keenan's so successful, this I mean, they have very similar styles of play, um, and I think I think Ty definitely gets a lot of receptions this year and uh, makes some big plays. Worried I think about, always always pair Ty with a receiver who's very consistent. That that's my like number yeah, one. Yeah, because you, you you get those boom games that are really impressive. Right, but yeah, he does have when he point. when he busts he busts. If you have if you have that Adams Devonte Adams Hopkins yeah, Julio Ty is your number two. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Do you were you worried about Keenan Allen? So I, I considered putting him in my bus tax. Ah wow! I just couldn't do it. I, I I don't know. He's just too talented. He, to me physically, I still think he's a top ten receiver in the NFL. Sure. But I I I mean it's really hard to say what he's going to do this year with no certainty at the quarterback position with Terod Taylor or potentially Justin Herbert. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, your bargain, your bust. My, you go back to back. My bargain. The only reason why he's a bargain is because I think wherever you draft him. Yeah. He's going to be so good. Okay. I think he's the best receiver on his team. Okay. I think he is no, not. I kind of want to guess. Most people don't have him in the top 10 of wide receivers. You can, you guys can push back if you don't necessarily think this is a bargain. I'm just so in on this guy that I think it's a bargain. And it is. DK Metcalf. I think he's so good. He's great. Yeah. He, and I he think he's, I think he's going to be better st- I, from a fantasy Talk about standpoint. Thighs, Josh. No, then, and then it's Tyler Lockett. Everything. Look, we had Tyler Lockett <laughs> last year in, in our Yeah, our I'm surprised team. you're throwing our board in the dirt I like love that. Lockett. Yeah, we're not talking that. full point PPR. We're talking half point PPR, and the touchdowns are more important. Yeah. Full point PPR, he's Tyler a Lockett's s- a machine. But I think DK Metcalf has shown that he's a possession receiver. He's a deep ball. He is a, a all-tool receiver. I know you don't call him like a five-tool receiver like you do in baseball, like a yeah. five-tool player, but he does it all. He mm-hmm. does it all, and you know it was just because he was a rookie last year that people – 
aren't giving him as much hype as I think he deserves this year, but he's, he's a tremendous talent. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's great. And then busts, uh, quick, I'll give you my bust, the wide receiver spot. And I, th- again, this is not a guy I think is going to be bad. I just think to me, there's other, I don't know if he's the best receiver on his team. And I know there's other guys that added two rookies on his team. And I'm not like, I'm iffy. I don't know how the quarterback situation is going to be. I don't know what that offense is going to look like necessarily. And I'm not stoked about having Cortland Sutton as like my number one or two receiver. So he's not as your number two. He's my bust. I'd, I'd be okay with him as my number two. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I think, it's a, I think he's got you a, you don't like, super, You're not huge on Drew Locke. I'm not, I'm not mad. Why? Why? I'm going to like foreshadow a little bit. One of his teammates is my sleeper, so just keep going. I'll, yeah. I okay. feel, my I, bust, my Nick, you, hit, you got your bust in there, didn't you? No. My, my bust is uh, Allen Robinson. That's my bust, too. Yeah. I mean, it's look. Great when, not, it has nothing to do with him as a player. Mitch. It's Mitch and the yeah. offense. I yeah. mean, the, people. You can't people replicate have what him, he's done the past two years again. It's just not possible. People have him ranked, you know, going second, third round. Top 10. Most people have him ranked top 10. Top 10. In the world, do you take a guy like that? Because he's really, that has he's yeah, good. but it has a quarterback like Nick Trubisky. Yeah, or Nick Foles though. How big is Nick Foles? Like, how big is his cock when know? he leaves Philly? How yeah. great do you feel if you're if your your wide receiver one is Allen Robinson though? How good should you feel? You shouldn't feel good about that. No, no, not good at all. No. Um, but that's both y'all's busts. So we'll go with sleepers real quick. Mine's a deep sleeper. I was just feeling it. I was feeling your Big Ben energy, and I was like, okay. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Deontay Johnson. I'm going to go a guy who can really... Who? Deontay Johnson. What? You don't know him? No. Yeah. I, I really don't, actually. Really? I don't know him. He was second-round pick last year for Pittsburgh. Rookie of the year last year. He, he had like basically every game where Duck Hodges threw a touchdown. It was one one catch, 45 yards, Deontay Johnson touchdown. He's going yeah. to fit, He's going to fill That's that... That's the sleeper. Yeah, that Mike Wallace role of old. For Big Ben, he's a deep ball guy who can get you some touchdowns. My sleeper is the other wide receiver, James Washington. <laughs> it's James Washington. Okay, I, I think safer. I think who was, was our sleeper like last, last year? year every year, man. My sleeper is Jerry Judy. Nice. Um, I, I mean, he's a first round, you know, pick, but he's also technically the number three guy in that roster right now, and I think he'll work. He's he'll work number, his way up he's there. number two. Is where you count Font is like the number two guy uh, or KJ Hamler? No, he's yeah, ahead of Hamler. I don't know. I think to, to Judy is going to be a top 10 wide receiver at some point. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I think it it could be this year. So why not jump on the bandwagon? I mean, Judy and CD and Ruggs all could be be top 30 receivers this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, I think Judy definitely puts up in a 1,000-yard season at my eye. Nice. Nice. Cool. Uh, We'll go quickly with the tight ends. I'll give you my top three and we'll just go around the order. My top three, Kelsey, no-brainer. I'm cool taking Kelsey in the second round. I'm into that. Some people take him in the first. I took some people take him like 10 9. Listen, hey, he, there's a big, there's a he is consistent and there is a big drop off between some of the top tight ends. You have to play a tight end. That's yeah, not, you have that's to. not yeah. that crazy of you to do that. We got Darren Waller, who's my number two, because I know Nick loves him to death. And I think that connection's there. I think he's going to continue to build on that. He's such a physical specimen. And my number three, and obviously, I that's think. so disrespectful. To what? To who? Just let it. To, just, let it play out. Let's I mean, this is not like this is. These are not okay, guys. Okay, okay. I think that who's are like who's my, three? Who's three? Mark Andrews. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's disrespectful. So disrespectful. To Ertz and Kittle? No, to Kittle. Not to Ertz. Kittle. Kittle, Kittle is an elite talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's gonna be an elite fantasy tight end. I thought he was gonna have Kittle at three. I know. I love Kittle. He's one of my favorite players. Because I, I do. He is one of you my favorite three. You have Waller at two. So I have Kelsey Waller Kittle. I just like fantasy wise though. I think those guys are better fantasy. Waller. So that makes sense. Where's Kittle for you too? Uh, Kittle's two, and I have Andrews at three. So I'm not like I'm not like I'm not like out in no, the woods. No, but I think I think Kittle is outright the number two tight end. Outright, I think physically, I think and I think as a football player, Kittle's number one. Sure, I think he's I think he's a beast. He can yeah, block, you can't put him ahead run, of Kelsey. He though, can catch. He can he can do it all. But fantasy, man, Waller is is dope, and like he plays like a wide receiver. Andrews is dope as well. I'm just talking fantasy, and I love Kittle. I just think that I think fantasy-wise, I think those guys can end up in the top three. Also, just the fact that you're disrespecting a guy who has clearly shown so much love to the WWE. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna say that, and I it, it hurts. I, he's my WWE brethren. It sucks. Yeah, but it's not like it. He's my number four. If it, we're getting to I that, think, I do gritty. think that like you got to put it in there sometimes for everyone out there who plays fantasy. Part of the fun of fantasy is picking guys that you like watching. 
that you like don't watching. Don't pick guys you hate watching. That's no. like bad. And that's I think a, everyone loves watching George Kittle. That's bad well, Juju Smith. They, they love watching him on the field and off the field. And I think it's always a fun guy to have on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hate watching Ben Roethlisberger, but he's a sleeper of mine. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to make a crazy meal. So I'm just going to give you guys, just to get it done, I'm going to give you guys my tight end bargains, bust, and sleepers real quick. Yep. My bargain is Dallas Godert. And I think that's why I don't have Ertz there. I think he's a serious threat to take away some targets and receptions. Right now, he's a 15th ranked tight end. And I think by the end of the year last year, he was a viable starting option. Is he better than Ertz? I don't know. He's going to he, be. He's going to be. He's going to be. He's going to be prevalent in that offense. And that's why I left Ertz out of my top three. Yeah. And I think Godert as the 15th ranked tight end is a good, good, good bargain right there. For sure. Bust Evan Ingram. You can't get me stoked <laughs> on this guy to be a top five tight end. Another any injury. Point. Hundred percent. Are you not? Are you going to stay on the field or not? At that point, and sorry, I hate to be a dick like that, but it's the truth. Sleeper going because you're Matt Ryan guy. He gets he loses Austin Hooper, and Hayden Hurst was lost in the sauce and didn't get a fair shake in Baltimore. Just didn't fit the system and oh, didn't he'll find. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I think he's. I think he's going to be a sleeper this yep. year in fantasy. Yep. My so bargain is Hunter Henry. Got to stay with the Chargers here. Yeah, uh, I haven't really featured any in this list here. Shocking. But I think he'll go like in the ninth, eighth round. I think he'll, yeah, that's pretty good value for him. Yeah. He may go higher, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, my bust is Zach Ertz. Zertz. I, I just don't love it, honestly. He you wouldn't have, even take him to have the team name my ball, Zach Ertz. I already, I've already done that. You didn't, you, <laughs> did it work well for, did he win that year? No. Oh, you can't run it back no. then. Bad Juju um, Smith-Schuster. I don't want to talk about what I've won and what I have not won because I've literally gotten second place in like <laughs> three, four leagues that for the sucks. last three years. I know, but you were just you were spitting so much fire at the Dodgers the other day, and like you're kind of the Dodgers of fantasy football, Nick. Mm. I think you can do it. I think they can do it, Nick. No, okay. Don't remember the Dodgers. Okay, <laughs> too late. He did. All right. <laughs> My sleeper's Gronk, and just because I mean he's Gronk. he's I mean he's ranked like what outside the top ten, but I do think that a lot of people are probably going to reach for him. He's yeah. going to go higher most rounds just because it's Gronk. Mm. Um, but you yeah, got I mean, it. If you if he's there late, late, yeah, late in the draft, yeah. and you can get him as your second tight end, it's worth it. Of yeah. course. Um, bargain. <laughs> my bargain is one man's trash is another man's treasure. My bargain is Evan Ingram because I think people okay. are so scared by his injury, his his, his injury prone. He's still ranked like six though. But I think, but he is. But then people are like, oh, he screwed me last year, and he falls. And I think he's in the best position as far as from an offensive production standpoint that he's ever been in. Uh, with the rest of that, with the rest of that offense, and if he if he puts things together with his talent and his re- receiving ability, I think he he can be a good bargain pick. If he falls, if he doesn't, and you pick him in the fifth round, like you're probably not doing it right. Yeah, who's your who's your bust? Sleeper? Uh, my bust is you mentioned him before, and with a positive light, Tyler Higby is my bust because I think what can happen is if Higby goes down one game and Everett comes in, we saw it last year. Everett gets hot and he can take that job. Oh. He can take that job. He or he can he can put up five weeks in a row where they can't push him out of there uh, or where he's the touchdown guy for five weeks when they run two tight end sets. And I just think that I don't trust Higby enough. Um, and then my sleeper is Witten's replacement, Jarwin. Okay, fair. He's a re- he's a, can't block like Witten. He's a receiving tight end, and he can touch the end zone, though, and he's, he's very athletic. So I think um, he's a sleeper. Interesting guy to pick as your second tight end who could potentially have good upside. Awesome. Do you guys want to – I've already highlighted my D at the top of the show. Would you guys like to? <laughs> oh my God. Would you guys like to highlight any D's here? Yeah, I mean, I think the Pats are a top three D. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, they I mean, they crushed it last year. In the, the 49ers are as well for me. And I think the Steelers are all there. Oh, uh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta I don't want to make there. this about me, but I could also keep the New England defense in the 12th round. Cool. Is that not a thing you'd consider? Sort of highlighting two of your Ds, man. That's great. Okay. Um, Nick, who's a, any Ds you want to throw out there? Or sleepers? I think bust? the Steelers will be fucking awesome. They're going to mm. be great. I mean, you know, with Little Watt so over there and Minka. I mean, and, and you know. Bud uh, Dupree, yeah, Hayward. They're, they're going to be In two games against rookie Joe Burrow, like, it's tough. It's a tough draw for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that would be nice. Um, I mean, Benji's. obviously – Obviously, the Pats. I think the Niners will still be great. I mean, Pats played Miami twice and the Jets twice, and I'm not like I'm not. Well, we losing like sleep. Miami. I'm not losing. And they s- play Bills twice, and I'm not losing sleep about those offenses yet. None not. of those offenses are gonna just ream. I would guys. stay. You're not getting a game. I like would that. stay away from the Broncos. Okay, that's one team I would stay away from. I mean, they they do have Von Miller still, you know, and they they've got some great pass rushers there, Bradley Chubb. But if you play the Chiefs just twice, divisionally, that yeah, game, you're playing tough. the Chiefs twice. That I mean, you're playing the Raiders twice. So that you never know how they're going to look. The Chargers can even turn some heads on offense. Maybe we'll see. But I mean, Hard it's maybe. just it's just gonna it's gonna be 
you know, a big question mark with, with the Broncos. I do like the Texans, though. Yeah, I I'm think. looking at defenses, and I'm looking at the def- Texans have played like a weaker schedule as well, yeah, the yeah. Jaguars twice. Um, and I'm not, I don't know what, re- I don't know what Indy's going to look like. Bus for me is the Bears because their offense is sputtering. So and they're going to be staying out there the whole staying time. Staying out there a lot, and they're playing some good offenses. I like the Packers D, actually. Yeah, I'd rather, I listen to people. Bears D's ranked six. I'm not. I'm not rolling with that. I'd rather take the Seahawks D that's ranked seventeenth. Yeah, I think if you really want to play it safe, you take the Ravens, just because that team stays on offense so long with yeah. the game. They eat so much clock. Um, and their D's the D is and their talented. D is pretty good. Yeah, D's, I mean they always have a good defense. Always got a stout defensive D. coach. You know. Yep. Yeah. So uh, before we end this though, we Nick. did say we were going to talk about Gardner Minshew. Oh what yeah, happened? yeah, yeah. So Nick, you want to get into it? I'll get into it. Get so into it. Reddit on <laughs> little red, little bonus Reddit on Reddit. Here. Oh wow, Nick! Yeah, it's it's pretty epic. Uh, this was sent to us by our good good friend that we already mentioned on the podcast, Tommy McNamara. Bolognese. Tommy Bolognese. He texted you this. He texted, he texted us, us this in our in our fantasy football group. <laughs> Where you been, Josh? Um, all right. So this was a Reddit on Reddit in the fantasy football section. Bud Light announced Tuesday that anyone who drafts Gardner Minshew in the first round and wins their league championship with Gardner Minshew as their starting quarterback will have a chance to win a season worth of free beer. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? That is a ridiculous bet. If you do and you win, that's really impressive. Mad props. If you take him in the first round, you should be entered into that con. If you win? Yeah. If you win, I mean, it just—I feel like they're just kind of saying, like, <laughs> I think it can be win. done. You're not. Gonna it win. can be done. You don't think so? It can be done. It can, will, it can be done if you have a sick roster. And if you—if you pull some just Harry Houdini shit on the on the waiver, I mean, wire, here's the thing: if, if you're, you do you're drafting it, him, you're drafting him in like the at least like eleventh or twelfth round, right? Yeah. So I mean, you've got ten picks to, to just go at it without a quarterback. If you—that's true, I guess. If you true, <laughs> if you draft him in our LA league, Nick, if you pull this little stunt. Oh wait, wait, hold on. That's the thing. You have to take him in the first round. That's why I just forgot. Oh, yeah. Poo. If you okay, if you take if you pull well, this if you pull this, this little way. stunt, Nick, in the first round and take him in the Los Angeles Football League, and you win. I will not only I will throw some cash and I'll cut my nuts off on Facebook Live. God. I'm good. I'm good. I want you to keep your nuts. You've talked so much about your D today. Your I, I, I want you to keep in, your nuts in general. <laughs> general genital over there. Um, I I do. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I do think though, Nick. To your point though, if you know you were talking about drafting him in the eleventh round, if you draft him in the first round, that frees up your eleventh round to go after <laughs> a really good player. That's true. That's true. It's true. You're Darren Waller. Um, uh, I know. I, I don't think that's a very likely thing to happen. I do think that maybe people are going to fix their league so that the whole league can get free beer. But I mean, how do you, how do you know that's going to happen? I don't know. I really think there's a lot of people who are going to do it though, or at least try for it. Wow, cheat the system. I'm, it's very cheatable. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely be like, all right, you know, Should we run I'm a gonna, Ponzi scheme. On Budweiser? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's a chance to win. So, like, how many people are you going to be going up against? And, like, yeah. how are they going to I hate those decide, sweepstakes. You know? I hate that the word Ponzi scheme is such a terrible thing, yet it's so fun to say. Ponzi, Ponzi scheme. It's awesome. Ponzu scheme? <laughs> Ponzu scheme. When you steal all a Chinese restaurant's Ponzu sauce. Ponzu or teriyaki? Ponzu is not Ponzu. Chinese. <laughs> Japanese? I think so. Ponzu or soy sauce? Soy sauce is bottom of the barrel. Ponzu. But what? Bottom of the barrel for the teriyaki Ponzu Ter- situation. For go, those that kill kill me, I, I fuck. I think I think soy sauce is widely widely underrated. 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 Ponzu sauce from Sugarfish is quite possibly the greatest. Actually, thing never ever. had Sugarfish. It's really good, Nick. I'd love to. It's take fresh. It, the only th- my issue is it's very expensive and they don't give you a lot. Maybe of, if they sponsor us. Maybe we'd fucking. I don't know. give them a lot of sushi. They Sorry, don't give me a I lot. Didn't, we didn't even say their proper name. It's Sugarfish by Nozawa. <laughs> okay, but I don't eat like I don't. They don't. Like, for me, I need like thirty to forty pieces. That's ridiculous. <laughs> They're so little. How is that ridiculous? So good though. Yeah, so good. and like I can't. I'm gonna sit there with just hey, hey, trust the, me. The, trust the, with the trust and the 16-piece. Trust me. Trust like, me. No way. I'm a doctor. Trust me. All right. Well, you know what? You should trust everybody on is our favorite sponsor. Our favorite sponsor, which is Opa Opa Seasonings. Opa. Nick, say it like that. Opa. Oh, Nick. <laughs> Nick. Nick. I know. I, just, I, just, to- I just said that because. Utah lost. Oh, I just looked at the score oh. and Utah lost. Sorry, that makes that killed series, my parlay. Makes that series interesting. Yeah, um, I'm sorry that it killed your parlay, Nick. But 
Opa Foods, uh, Opa Seasonings, <laughs> our, our other sponsor. On Bet Online. It called my parlay on Bet Online. Oh, goodness gracious. But <laughs> our other sponsor, Opa, oh, Opa Seasonings, um, go to opafoods.com. Use our promo code, the Charity Stripe, to get 10% off on any seasonings that you want to buy. The four different flavors, meat blend, chicken and seafood blend, vegetable blend, and the salad blend. Um, really, really good if you're, if you're getting into cooking because of quarantine or, or anything like that for just getting into cooking in general um, or if you just want to eat it whole I hear, I hear it's really good josh has done it a couple times the seasonings yeah just pour it into his mouth i, I he really I, likes the seasonings. Some, listen if i want to know what a seasoning tastes like i'm gonna lick my little fist and then i'm gonna pour the seasoning on it and then lick the seasoning and see little what d yeah. little fist Speaking what i didn't say little d oh. i just didn't say fat d <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> but Go to opafoods.com. <laughs> Use the promo code the charity stripe for ten percent off. Um, yeah, go get your seasonings. Speaking of seasonings and spices, it's now time for us to end the show so I can go watch Luca mix up all the spices on the Clippers and continue your season. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you, got you, man. The fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck at that putt at your PKs because they free and your free throws. Why, guys? Because they free. Because they free. We out here. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.